Wrestling has more than one royal family. show fans it is time this is the end of the year awards episode i am ecstatic we've had a great year of wrestling uh, of course we will be back after christmas of course probably maybe before the new year depends if not after the new year for sure and we'll talk royal rumble we'll talk all the stuff but i got my guy peter mcginn my co-host as always how you doing pete Hey, doing well. Yeah, I think the last time since we've talked, I was able to go to Dynamite. I got Mm -hmm. to see I got to see Swerve versus Jay White, which was sick. How was that? So yeah, that match was fantastic. So speaking of that, how have you felt of the Continental Classic? Uh, yeah, I think it's been I think it's been solid. I think it's been solid. Yeah, Um, I I don't think it's been as good as the G1. Or like, like I, I and I can't say every G one because I obviously only watched the last this year and the last the year before I paid attention because we were doing the pod, but I think it was solid. Like you said, I think that's a good way to phrase it. I think last night on Dynamite they did the first time where it's a winner we didn't expect because like they let Moxley go undefeated and it was like mm-hmm. oh it's Moxley versus Swerve to finish off, but they actually let Jay White beat him and I was so shocked by that. So now we're getting Swerve versus Jay White. In the finals, there's no way Swerve doesn't win this to move on. But uh, you see. saw you saw Swerve beat Jay White the first time. So where do you? How do you feel? Yeah, I think overall, um, I've had a really good time watching the, the classic. I think that uh, to me, okay, so it reminds me a lot of like the in season NBA tournament. Uh. I, I think you know year one, um. It's a good idea, but mm-hmm. I think you're, you have to tweak it over time. Yeah, they got to make it better. I, I think sure. I think it's a success, but we obviously see ways that we can improve it. So I, I would like to see this going forward as like a as like a thing overall. But I think that they could make some tweaks with just like who's involved with it mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, um, I, I don't necessarily like the choices of the people who were in this year. Like much love to Mark Briscoe, but him and Jay Lethal, you knew were taking pins every time they fought, and Daniel Garcia too. Like, yeah, pretty much. You knew those guys were taking pins. Brody King, you knew he wasn't going to win, but was just ma- here to make it interesting. But like, that, see, that's fine. Okay. I, I, I don't have issues with that, but I guess it's like if you're going to use, say, Mark Briscoe, who's, you know, taking the fall or Jay mm-hmm. Lethal, who's taking the fall, I think I would rather see more up and coming people. I agree. G1, sometimes you get to see like the Young Lions come in mm-hmm. and like, yeah, they go 0 oh, 6, but, you know, how this year had the war dogs, and now I follow Kid and Maloney and the war dogs. And, and but it's like you know, these are the names that we are going to be seeing uh-huh. that might be contending in like four or five years, type of thing. And ah, so, uh, so okay, you're cool with Brody King and Daniel Garcia, but let's get out Jay Lethal, Briscoe, yeah. maybe put in Guevara, Darby Allen, or maybe young- not. Gav- Maybe not those guys. Okay. Um, I guess I just said young level. people, like maybe yeah. like uh, Isaiah Isaiah Cassidy, who's the young the young black guy that's with the Hardys, yeah. or even Ethan Page. You know, people like that. 
Yeah, I know, like, they're doing, like, trio stuff, but, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, Action Andretti. Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Martins. Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like, the 21, 22-year-olds who are maybe going to be a face of your company for the years mm-hmm. to come, but, you know, they're green. They need the they need the reps. Like, they need the experience. Let them go Nick in. Nick Wayne. <laughs> yeah, Nick, Nick Wayne is a fantastic person that they could have put in here. He can go 06, but, like, it exposes people to him because, mm-hmm. like, Maybe you don't turn into Nick Wayne matches, but you turn into Moxley matches. Well, what Facts. if Nick Wayne is, fi- is fighting Max- Moxley? Moxley? And it gets like, to show his talent. Like, and you get, to, you get to see him in person. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, like, oh, I, and then you know, like in the future, you'd be like, oh, I remember when he fought Moxley back in the mm-hmm. first tournament, that type of thing. So I'll be intrigued to see how they tweak it. Um, maybe, I, I don't know if it's just like the, the round robin, but maybe more like a bracket style might be better, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I like, I, I kind of like the, you know, you screw up once and you're out type of thing. Like you, have uh, you want it more night. March Madness style. Yeah, gotcha, but like gotcha. I know they do tournaments throughout the year anyway. So, um, yeah, I'd say it was like an eight out of ten tournament. Okay, I can get, I, and I'm about the same. So, who do you think's going to win? So, my prediction at Gold League, I got Swerve. Blue League, I can't see like the way they're pushing Daniels is insane, but I would love to see Eddie make it all the way to the finals and lose since that was his championship, but I'm not picking Eddie. I'm going to pick Danielson versus Swerve for Swerve yep. to win it. Yep. Uh, I'm on the exact same. Yep. Okay. Sw- yeah. Swerve, Swerve versus Danielson. If they don't push Swerve, they, they're idiots. It's <laughs> like the third time they fucked up Swerve and like, mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know how many more times he can do that. Like, yeah, luckily he's so good that he can just like bounce back. But Mm -hmm. like at some point, just put him on the pedestal. He's so Uh good. And boom, you brought up something that I wanted to talk about before. We have the next thing I'm going to say, our our Iron Claw conversation, and then we're doing the awards. So everybody who's here for the awards, don't worry. We're getting into them and we have great topics. But you just brought up something that I wanted to bring up that ties into one of our categories, which is Booker of the Year. Okay. Tony Khan is turning into Vince McMahon, and it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> like, he, it, is, it is terrifying. <laughs> spoiler alert, he's not winning Booker of the Year for me. Hell no. Hell no. And the crazy I, thing is, he had time. Like, Triple H was away. Vince was in charge. You had time to take it back over, to be AEW and say, like, no, we are here. And it's like, man... I, I don't want to say this because I don't think it's true, but I've seen people on the internet say this is AEW's glory days behind them, which is crazy to say. I don't know if it's it's just I think it's getting to his head. I think he mm-hmm. he's it's like the it's like the Batman where it's just like you know either you become the or like you live long enough, yeah, die here, live long enough. Mm-hmm. It's like it's getting to his head. I I think he's trying to be somebody because before he was doing it like from the passion of him yeah. loving pro wrestling. And now I feel like it's him trying to be so different mm-hmm. that it's like pulling away from like what got AEW started. So different, but also he realized he has to make money. Like, I yeah. think that is like, the fact is we're trying to be so different, but also we have to please Warner Brothers and he's worried about losing uh, TNT and all this to WWE because Endeavor's, now that they have competent people running WWE, Endeavor's really like making a push to Warner Brothers like, hey, we have Triple H running this. It's the best it's ever been. Kick AEW off. Like, they just lost Punk. They just lost all these people. Like, kick them out of here. And it's like, Tony, man, you really got to get your feet on the ground and like 
listen to your EVPs. Like, yeah. listen to Kenny. Listen to the Bucks. Listen to Brian Danielson. Like, you need other writers in there. It can't just be you because we're now seeing the faults of just you. And let me say this, Ring of Honor, Final Battle and all that, that was great because Tony has help with that. He's letting other people work on that, whereas AEW's kind of fallen to the wayside. Like, I feel like Edge is pissed he came on the low. Like, what are they doing with Edge? No, I agree. No, I I completely agree. And that that was just something that we hadn't got a chance to talk about, but, like, AEW is in a very interesting position and i think Mm -hmm. this year is going to be very telling because look at it like we said this last time i think jay white made a mistake now granted jay white's getting love in continental classic but like guys like jay white guys like swerve who are fan favorites who we know are top guys but maybe not tony's will osprey maybe not tony's mjf tony has particular guys that he he pushes so it's like Are you going to listen to the fans in 2024 or are you going to do the Tony show? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. We just, I, I'm looking to see in the future if how it continues. Yeah, mm-hmm. but was, like you said, you also brought up the contracts with uh, WWE, how that's going to affect the AEW TV. There's just a lot going on. I think 2024 is going to be a really good year for wrestling. Just it's in huge. Terms of conversation and. Mm-hmm what the the two companies are going to do with each other. And look, I told you earlier this year, man, Impact has a good product. And what Scott Demore is doing, bringing TNA back, I think TNA may get Mercedes. That's the rumor right now. Like, AEW is not even in the conversation anymore. It's between WWE going back with Triple H or going right with Trinity in the knockouts. Because lo and behold, Impact has the best women's division. In the well, in the major three, because I know stars. I was gonna say it's not hard. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. <laughs> I, I think the the women's division in both companies are oh, just it's in a shit. it's been <laughs> in a bad spot for a while. Mm-hmm. And AW kind of had something good going with Britt Baker when they first, but like it it slow after Thunder Rosa and everything into the yep. Soraya debut. That, that's it where, fell off that's where it started. That's yeah. where it started the downfall for sure. Mm-hmm. And I mean, when Vince came back with WWE, I mean, that killed the women's division. Triple H is trying to pick it back up. But like, to your point, both are not good. So shout out to Impact. But all right. in the final topic we have before we get into the awards, I thought this would be very fun because the Iron Claw is coming out. Pete and I will talk about it at some point. I'm going to go watch it on Christmas. Uh, whenever Pete gets a chance, we'll talk about it. But if you want the official review, like I said, I'm going to see it on Christmas. So bros who binge will cover it. But because it's a wrestling movie, I thought it'd be an interesting conversation. What wrestlers deserve a movie? And I tweeted this out. The first one that comes to mind. Incredible rise, like incredible, incredible rise, incredible fall off. Beautiful redemption. I'm talking Shawn Michaels, HBK. It would be freaking insane. You get the what you love about Wolf of Wall Street, all the partying, the excess. Yep. You get the fall off, the tragedy. But then what separates it from Wolf of Wall Street and maybe even the Iron Claw, I know they're pitching the, the Kevin lives and has a great, that's a redemption, but it's not necessarily like a full redemption of the, the people who fucked up. Shawn Michaels gets a full redemption and you get to see a happy ending. Like, so... I think That's a good one. K is meant for the silver screen. Who you got? Uh, mine would be like an A24 production, mm-hmm. and it would follow the Wolfpack, especially. Like, um, so X-Pac. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. So the Kevin click? Nash, yeah, so the, the click. click. Yeah, okay. yeah. 
because we're, we're in the same we're in the same mind i think you said the same thing before just like you know like they had like the partying and stuff like mm-hmm. that they had also like the in-ring stuff they were just like the hottest thing on the planet mm-hmm. um and then it can lead into you can like get tragedy, like yeah, super you, tragedy. And you get into stuff like in their later life, like after they retired. Yeah, so I with think like that Scott just... Hall, and then like and even X Like, ooh, I I just thought like I've I've I'm listening to you say X Pac, Kevin Nash, and Scott Hall, and I'm just thinking of Scott Hall's tragedy. But I just remembered listening to an interview with X Pac. Dude was living on the streets. Yeah, like, he lost everything. Like, yeah. redemption with him too. You know, so yep. that's a good one. Um, and you could call it the Wolf Pack. It's yep. just like a it's like a perfect title mm-hmm. for a movie yeah and i think it'd be great that's a great one because you get the the side characters of of sean michaels but you also get the side characters of hulk hogan triple h yep. same thing with hbk you get the the side characters of your movie with triple h and all of them i'm trying to think of another one see i don't want to say stone cold i don't want to say the rock because i feel like they have good stories but for a movie for me to be a successful movie you gotta have like like you said the tragedy the excess the partying the Everything that makes a biopic great, of course, Hulk Hulk, Hulk Hogan. I, I think Rich Flair would be perfect. Yeah, because, like, I was about to start, say, I prefer Flair to Hogan. Mm-hmm. Flair, you know, like his startup in like Minnesota, where he's mm-hmm. like uh, on um Harvey Race's farm or whatever, yeah. doing two miles, two hundred fifty push. You can see how much he actually cares about it before the yeah. before yeah. the fall off. Out, mm-hmm. He's out in farm country training. He's making mm-hmm. like twenty bucks a match or something like that, and then he's mm-hmm. swimming at the bar. And then just the rise from like that to like regional person to like global the, the world star. Yeah. yeah. So I think Ric Flair would be perfect. Even like you want controversy. Can't say controversy without yeah, Ric Flair. Without, without like, Ric Flair. Facts. How many controversies has he been involved in? I like that one. I like that, Pete. I think I got one. I got one or two more. Anoki, I think is interesting. If you want to go overseas. Oh, yeah. I think I think Anoki is very interesting. It makes it worldly. Uh, it, it opens up the box office in China and Japan, even North Korea would watch it because I'm sure you can't do a Noki story without doing the and, and again, tying into your Ric Flair without doing the battle in North Korea where Ric Flair fought a Noki in front of the in the biggest wrestling crowd ever, the entire country of North Korea, which is yeah. insane. So Anoki would be interesting. I, I'm with you. I prefer Flair to Hogan. I don't I'm, a Hogan movie would be great with Chris Hemsworth, which they're talking about. But I think uh, Flair, yeah. I think Flair is a, a movie I would prefer. And let's see. Uh, I, I again, I prefer those two to Macho Man. So I want to kind of get a more modern day ish one. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. You know what? I think this is a great movie. I'm going modern. Nick freaking Gage. The Nick Gage story from the, 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 do you know who that is? Are we talking motion picture? I think that could be like a YouTube documentary. Okay. Well, no, see, we already got a documentary. All right. You're right. Let's make this like an HBO series, like a super dark HBO series of Nick Gage. Like just, you see him robbing the bank. You see all the the murder, death, kill shit that he's doing. Him in the the tournament of death. You can even have a John Moxley <laughs> character appear, Eddie Kingston in the tournament of death. Like that shit would be insane. His dark side of the ring was one of the most captivating ones. And like the thing is, the redemption part of it is he bounced back and beat addiction. And, well, is you can't beat addiction. You fight addiction every day. But he is sober and like living his life and is the star of GCW. Yeah, uh, I guess along those lines, uh, maybe something like documenting like how PWG oh, is ran, uh, yeah. you know, like the, 
how it started in this like small wrestling thing inside mm-hmm. of a VFW and Reseda. Yeah. You know, it spawned the Young Bucks. It spawned mm-hmm. all these like SoCal wrestlers that just like made a name for themselves. Super Dragon true. over there. So true, true, yeah, true. I, I think yeah. just PWG in general would be kind of cool. ECW movie would be interesting as well. ECW cool, yeah. Paul Heyman would be a really cool. A great, character. yeah, facts, one hundred percent. Y'all, let us know who y'all think um should deserves a movie. We gave you some of our thoughts: HBK, The Wolf Pack, um, Ric Flair, Anoki, PWG, ECW, uh, and also um Nick Gage. So y'all, let us know what y'all think. But it's that time. The best wrestling awards on the planet. We're giving you the Work Shoot Show Awards. So here are our categories for the Work Shoot Show Awards. We have Wrestler of the Year, Booker of the Year, Match of the Year, Heel of the Year, Face of the Year, Women's Wrestler of the Year, Women's Tag Team of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, and then Best. I I, I tried to figure out like Rookie of the Year, but like yeah. there's not many. So you know, I got uh, I got a tie for mine. Okay, so. okay. So we get we can do best newcomer. Did I forget any topics when I sent this to you? Are there nah, any more you, you think of? Okay, cool deal. Where you want to begin, Me, Pete? Start uh, us off. Uh, well, just we mentioned best newcomer. So how about that? Yeah, let's start there. Only one I could think of is Nick Wayne. Like that's who I'm. Okay. I'm nominating Nick Wayne. Nick Wayne had a very good year. I mean, Dragonov in NXT had a boot, but he's not a newcomer. Not even so, close. And, and like, I guess I could say Brian Keith to AEW, Brian Keith, but he's not necessarily a newcomer. He's big on the independent scene. So I'm going to go Nick Wayne or Brian Keith. I'm going to go Nick Wayne. Okay. So I mine's like newcomer in terms of like, I would say breaking out. Of okay. Like they're like, and that's yeah, my Brian a, Keith nomination. Yeah. Like they're what a you're wrestler. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. Like, like they're a wrestler. They like have always been a wrestler, but maybe their role wasn't a wrestler mm, as okay. much and then this year they kind of more blossom so i have a tie okay so the first one is billy starks and roh oh uh, great choice uh her and athena has been mm-hmm. i've been really good i've been watching that kind of like on the sidelines and been a big fan of that but i'm also go trick williams and nxt um, oh shit oh i wait i'm changing mine i'm i'm 100 changing mine you're absolutely it's it's trick williams it is trick williams yeah i i think his just you know, great, yeah, essentially, you know, like he's he was the sidekick, mm-hmm. and like now when the sidekick gets a push, it's not always. I would say most of the time it doesn't really work, but it's this working for did. trick. And let like, me say something because I think, I think not only are you onto something, this is a question that I've been keeping in the back of my mind, waiting for the right time to say. Mello is incredible in the ring. You mm-hmm. can't take nothing away from Mello in the ring. Mellow on the promo, not as good. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Trick is incredible on the mic. Not as good as Mellow in ring. Is Trick Trick better than Mellow overall package? I think Trick may be a bigger star one day than Mellow. For WWE? Yes. Yes. He's he's (laughs) He's jacked and he can talk better. Like those two things. Yeah. I I honestly think, think they're both like, Gonna be stars for sure. That, that's for superstar. Sure. Maybe well, maybe trick just because of his size. I don't think Mel's will be a superstar, but like he's a star. Like yeah, like one hundred percent. I think both will be. But this was in the back of my head as a hot thing. Although I will say with Triple H in charge now in Endeavor, Melo does have a better shot now than ever of being yeah. a superstar as a small guy. But Trick Williams, man, he's special. So I'm with you. That's my new coming. If, if Mel if Mel can talk, he I think he's got it. I yeah, got that's it. that's the one part of his game that he's missing. And same thing yep. with Braun Breaker. Like 
Braun Breaker, his promos do not hit me. I'm sorry. Like they don't. Like those two guys have yeah. issues with that. He's fine. He's fine. I want to say but like, yeah. both are like they're not bad on the mic. They're they're decent. But yep. Trick Williams, he could talk his ass off. Like legit. Yeah. Trick's great. Yeah. So I'm with you, Trick. So who you want, Billy? You're giving them both honorable mention. Who you going? Yeah. With? Just because I I think like they because Billy both... killed it. She did. Yeah. I mean, Billy's like 20. Mm-hmm. With Athena now, I thought her like whole graduation. She should have won it final battle. Mm-hmm. And Tony is, didn't I mean, pull the button. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm fine with the result, but okay. Like, I I think like she's a name. She's very very young. I think she's oh, okay. twenty. Gotcha. So she's and, still maybe not necessarily time to push the button because she's so young. Exactly. But like okay. a twenty year old with this type of feud with this type of press, you know, like not many people get that. And I thought she did a fantastic job. She, she reminds me a lot of um hugging. Uh, Bailey, oh, Bailey? face. Mm-hmm. I, I think she's just like one of the best pure baby faces going on right now. Hell she's, yeah, she's, she's wonderful. Hell yeah. So shout out to Billy. All I right. also think she's a local girl. So shout out. Oh hell her. yeah, hell yeah, fuck yeah. All right, so that's our newcomer of the year. Let's go. Since Pete just talked about baby face, let's go face of the year, baby face of the year. And there's only one for me. I'm sorry. This guy kills it. He is the face of the company. If I have to throw to anything just to show how much he's the face of the company, go look at his press conference that he did after um, the last, uh, after Survivor Series. Or his press conference he did after Crown Jewel with uh, with my man, main event, Jay Uso. I'm talking Cody Rhodes. He's the baby face of the year, the best baby face in all of pro wrestling. I also went Cody Rhodes. I thought nice. this was, I thought this one was pretty easy. Um, whether it's like in or out of the ring, I think he just um established was, himself yeah, as he that. Did. Like he he took it. He he when he arrived, he took that role. Mm-hmm. He was like, if Roman's gonna be, and it reminds me of Triple H of when Triple H did his um, the game promo of how. Yeah, we have Rock, we have uh uh Austin. They're the baby faces, but they need a Darth Vader. And mm-hmm. in this era, it's funny, it's Switch. We have the bad guys. We have the Godfather. But who's the Captain America? Who's the, the, yep. the Superman? And not corny like Cena. Who's going to do it in a way that matches to today's audience? It's Cody. And on yep. that tip, heel of the year. Who you got? This was I had. Two, this is tough. <laughs> I had two in mind that stood out. So mm-hmm. I'm looking at my runner up because even though I hate his guts, I think he deserves a knob, <laughs> and that's Dominic. Mysterio. Yeah, he does. <laughs> He's my runner up, but the one that I had the most fun with, where I thought he reinvented the heel, I'm going Christian Cage. Oh, we're we're we're, we're reading each other's minds, brother. I'm with you a hundred percent. I have to say Dominic is honorable mention, and I have to throw Swerve in his honorable mention for a late push. His was his push happened so late with heel of the year that I can't give it to him. But leading in, if he can take the momentum what he did from October to now into next yep. year. He's the he's the front runner for heel of the year, but I'm with you, Christian Cage. For majority of the year, was the best heel in wrestling. Yeah, legitimately. Yep. Once he put on a turtleneck, it was over. Yeah, was over his El Padrino, like the dad thing. What the he's patriarchy. doing, the patriarchy. Yeah, it's, 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 it's amazing. next level. It's just it, next level. Like because Dom, as much as good as Dom is, it's it's heat from stealing, yeah hating him. Like, mm-hmm. He's he's like I'm gonna steal Eddie Guerrero because everyone loves. And he, Eddie, he and hasn't fully he hasn't fully fleshed it out. Like he has the heat, 
but not everything's there. Not all his matches are great. I think it's, yeah. His talking isn't the best, but like what Christian does, it's all the way around. So it's a little cheap heat sometimes, mm-hmm. a little too much cheap heat. So mm-hmm. I'm with you. He is my runner up for that. No, that's fair. He's my runner up as well. And I'm going Christian Cage. All right, let's go give the women some shine with women's tag team of the year. And it's hard with this because AEW doesn't have much, but I think. This is the tag team of the year for me. She was given shit and turned it into sugar and lemonade. And whether that was with her first partner who gets hurt in in like a a crime or with her second partner, it's Chelsea Green and insert whoever you want. Piper Niven or I can't think of the girl's name right now. I want to say Deanna Perrazzo, but that's her old one from Impact. I'm blame. I'm I'm looking at her. She looks like Deanna Perrazzo, but she's not. Oh man, she got in, she had that crime thing happen against her in like that stalker or whatever, and she beat his ass. Shout out to her. Um, I can't think of her name right now. She was the raw GM. Um, oh man, and I'm not looking this up right now, but I I should. But yeah, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven are my tag team of the year for me. Okay, right on. Um, for me, I thought. Oh, Sonya Deville. That's her name. Yep. Okay. Um, kind of a weak year. I mm-hmm. kind of. I felt I feel like because I was thinking about this for the men's tag where it's like I f- like do I give it to MJF for sort of carrying that mm-hmm. but because Chelsea kind of got put in a bad predicament and shit it was it was it was like it was like the Chelsea Green was the, the tag champ like so, she she managed to battle through yeah. the Triple H into Vince McMahon into back to Triple H like yeah. she she battled. This yeah, this one was really tough just because I also think like this group was kind of a chump at some points, but I think they held the belt the longest out of any of like the big companies for women's mm-hmm. sake. I'm just gonna go damage control. Oh, kind of, nice, not, kind bad. Of by, like, not a bad though, choice. But yeah, I also sure. don't. I also I don't feel like anybody like really stood out this year. So no, I'm that's kind fair. Of just, I'm kind of just giving the nod to damage control. And that and see that's why I gotta I had to go with uh if, if you're gonna go your route that's the route to do. I just had I just think what Chelsea did, no matter the partner, she yep. made it work. And I, I gotta give Chelsea Green her flowers. So shout out to you, Chelsea and Piper. Uh all right, with that, let's go to men's tag team, which I think is tough because I also uh, thought men's tag was kind of weak this year. It too. is, yeah, because at the beginning of the year it's hot with Sammy and KO and the Usos, but Jay and and Jimmy break up. Sammy and KO don't have an impactful reign. And yep. then if you go elsewhere, like FTR had a, a good run, but it wasn't as good as seven-star FTR. It was Nine nowhere close. near that. The Bucks were meh. Meh. The acclaim switched to be a, a, a trio. Yep. Like, so I don't know where you go with this. Yeah, I went with what, what made the biggest impact to me watching and tuning mm-hmm. in, just because I felt this year was kind of, whatever uh i am going sammy and ko okay them beating the the usos Mm -hmm. was so cool and such a great moment uh they held i think they held the belts for like three months so it was longer longer than i thought but i i think that's just just like i think that this year is just really weak for tag team in general i agree Last year was banger for tag team yeah i was trying to think of like maybe some like new japan stuff too with like tjp and um Oh my god, what's his, the other dude's name that he tags with Angelico or whatever? No, no, the Italian dude. Oh, like, okay. For, like they they had like a good run. Um, 
I oh, mean, okay. shit, I might give it to Bay and uh, Ace and Bay, Chris, our guys, Chris oh, Bay and Ace Impact? Austin from Impact. Like, yep. they might have been the best tag team or even the War Dogs. Shout out to Clark Connors and, and Maloney. I love Driller Maloney. That's my, like, talk about newcomer wrestler. If he had some big matches, I would have gave it to him. I, I love mm-hmm. his look. I love his swagger. Driller Maloney and Clark Connors are my runner-up. But, yeah, I'm going to uh, go Bay and Ace Austin because they legitimately were a tag team, had incredible matches this year, and honestly, were the best tag team this year. So I, okay. I, I, I'm going to go elsewhere outside of the big company. So Gotcha. All right, hell yeah. All right, where do you want to go here? We have wrestler of the year, booker of the year, match of the year, and uh women's wrestler of the year left. Uh how about women's? All right, because let's I do think, women's wrestler. I think this one was really easy for me. I okay. thought one person absolutely stood out, ran the show, ran the division, and that's Rhea Ripley. Like mm. it, to me, it wasn't yeah. even close. <laughs> I thought she absolutely crushed it. It may have been a conversation if Mercedes didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she could have done some great things, but she did. And I thought she just absolutely destroyed it this year. Rhea was on fire. I, I agree. I just want to give some love to my runner up before I shout out to Rhea, because I do agree with you. Rhea is my woman's wrestler of the year. Runner up Athena, man. And at, at one point Athena's for great. me, at one point for me, it was I, I still feel like this and I still feel like she has a chance to be at one point this year Willow Nightingale was my woman the best woman's wrestler on the planet mm-hmm. but Tony just doesn't push her enough and like this after the New Japan run she just fell off and yep. Athena what she's do, been doing with Billy Starks in Ring of Honor being the women's champ and holding that down honestly the face of Ring of Honor you can argue because as much as we love Claudio and Eddie, they don't really do matches there. They do their matches on, on Dynamite. So Athena's been carrying Ring of Honor. So shout out to her yep. as the champ. But yeah, I'm going Rhea Ripley. Arguably the best women's match of the year was her and Charlotte at WrestleMania. Her was so good. Was insane. And like, so good. what Rhea has been doing as the leader of Judgment Day, I don't care what Damian Priest says, she's the leader of Judgment Day. Absolutely. Running, like, running Monday Night Raw, in the top position as a woman, not as a manager, not as anything else, but as like a dominant force, she deserves it. Yep, I I couldn't agree more. I thought mm-hmm. this was so easy to pick this year. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you, hundred percent. So, all right, let's go. We have match of the year. I'll Ooh. start this one for okay. me. I'm going Swerve and Hangman, man. Like I keep coming back to it, and I know I want to go Kenny and Osprey early. But what Swerve and Hangman did not only had me on the edge of my seat, had me standing up, had me sweating, had me gasping. I didn't know who was going to win. And to end it by Swerve hanging the Hangman was the beautiful ending. But you also have to credit Hangman as well, drinking the blood, making it vicious. What they both did in telling a story the whole way through. I mean, maybe it's more feud of the year than match of the year, but for the way I'm doing it, and maybe next year we'll add few to the year, but the total package of Swerve versus Hangman and ending with that Texas death match, match of the year. Okay, I want to give, the, there's a lot of great matches this year, mm-hmm. so I want to give I want to give oh, yeah, credit, show some love. Uh, Rhea versus Charlotte, we mentioned it before. Yep, that legit. was incredible. Cody versus yeah. Roman, and Cody's my guy, but Cody versus Roman, that, that, that to me was Roman's best match of this damn run. I mean, you only had three of them, so. <laughs> um, Gunther, Drew McIntyre. And oh, Gunther I know you were showing Gunther some love. I was yeah. a big fan of that one. 
Uh, you mentioned it, Kenny uh, Osprey. Both one, of I think, them. <laughs> one I think that happened that was fantastic at the time, but kind of went under the radar as time went on was Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. See, I feel like because Swerve and, and, um, and Hangman had a better death match, people forget that Danielson Starks was an incredible death yes. match. Yes. Yep. The, <laughs> the strap match that they had yep. was so good. But my match of the year... Swerve Strickland versus Abhay, oh, Texas Death Oh, I thought you were going to give it to Kenny Omega, uh, Omega Osprey, and I was wondering which one you were going to do because I like the Tokyo Dome one where Omega wins. Yeah. yeah but the Osprey one's great too. So I hate death matches. I can't mm-hmm. stand them. I know you do. I know that's not your bag. This match was fucking incredible. Oh mm-hmm. my God. This is a defining match for. Uh, like deathmatch blood sport type of matches Backs. and career defining for both of these people. This was a masterpiece of storytelling. Swerve winning by hanging the hangman. Insane. It's just the storytelling was perfect. Oh my God. It when was... you think of, like you said, defining matches for both gentlemen, I and I think of this match and how it's going to go down in history. It's like when you talk Mick Foley, you think yep. of his match with Undertaker, <laughs> like yep. him throwing him off. Like that's the image, him throwing him off or him throwing him through the ring. The image from this is Hangman drinking Swerve's blood and stapling his face or yep. Swerve hanging the Hangman. <laughs> yep, yep. Like it, it was amazing. Just, just so good. What an incredible, mm-hmm. incredible match. Couldn't couldn't agree more. Well, let me ask you, what... How, was it close with Osprey Omega? And if you were gonna go Osprey Omega, which one would you have chosen? Tokyo Dome. Yeah, and... that one. That one was just banger, bro. Yeah, that match was so. It's tough. I didn't really like rank them, mm-hmm. other than this one being my number one. Um, it, it's tough just because like, like Osprey I, I was think, great I too. Ken, mm-hmm. I think the Kenny match is like better than like the Gunther uh, McIntyre match, but like I had so much fun with that match. So it's like th- I liked them for different reasons, but I mean the one that still lives rent free in my head is Swerve versus Adam Page. Same, yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you a hundred percent. All right, let's get to Booker of the Year. For me, it's Triple H. <laughs> it's Triple H. It's yeah, like we didn't even have to talk about it. And my my runner up, and my goodness, he he is honestly the front runner for next year if he brings TNA to the forefront. Scott Demore, what Scott Demore did with with TN, with Impact this past year. You have to give that man his flowers. He has the best women's division in wrestling. And with Josh Alexander, with Alex Shelley, with Bully Ray, with um, uh, uh, Speedball Mike Bailey, with his yep. stable. He has a great stable of men wrestlers and women's wrestlers. Scott Demore is the front runner for next year if TNA can get off the ground. But, I mean, Triple H brought CM Punk back, bro. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. like, <laughs> as much as I hate CM Punk, I mean, <laughs> you want eyes on your product? He did it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it was... I think this was like the one of the easiest picks this year. And for to navigate Vince coming Booker. back and then using your succession tools to yep. get Vince out of there. I mean, that, that's incredible to me. Yeah, <laughs> just so good this year. He mm-hmm. just killed it. All right, now for the tough one, Wrestler of the Year. Do I do Feud first before Oh, yeah, yeah, we can do Feud. Okay, so, okay, I didn't know if we are throwing that in there. All right, so yep. cool deal. Feud of the Year, what you got? 
this there's a few in mind but i think i have to go even though i think this got stale and old kind of later this year mm-hmm. i still gotta give it to the bloodline for Sami Zayn. Like, oh yeah that, that, that whole the beginning of the year was just on it was, it was fire in fire in yeah it was when like sammy came out and when he's in montreal and he was on top of the world and we thought there was a chance that he was going to beat Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. That was that shit was on fire. It was insane. It, I wish Roman wrestled more because then maybe it would have meant something more. But mm-hmm. I mean, the beginning of the year was just that was that was it. Like we, there oh, was man. people who didn't watch wrestling that was watching. No fact, you're stuff. absolutely right. So I, I gotta go Bloodline versus Sami Zayn. Oh man, so Bloodline Sami Zayn, Bloodline Cody Rhodes is up there for me. Um, Kenny and Osprey as a feud is up for me. I'm trying to think. I want to give MJF some love for any of his feuds. Um, the Danielson ended with a good match, but I don't know if the feud was great. I guess I'd say Adam Cole, but that turned into a storyline. Yep. Um, like I said, Hangman and Swerve, incredible feud, incredible, incredible feud. But to your point, I can't forget the beginning of the year. I'm going Cody Bloodline. I got to give okay. Bloodline some love, and I'm going to go with Cody on it because that's my guy. Shout out to the American Nightmare. So, all right, I love our picks. All right, let's get to Wrestler of the Year. Oh, this is tough. Who you got? <laughs> I'm going to do my runner-up first. I thought that he completely, I should say reinvent himself, but he elevated himself by doing what he does best. And I think that he got thrown a wrench a few times and just killed it. My runner up goes to Swerve Strickland. Nice. But my wrestler of the year, I think he single-handedly carried a belt by himself, a company almost by himself. Uh, Incredible matches. He had me elevated every time that I watched it. My wrestler of the year goes to Seth Rollins. Nice. Nice. Like, I mean, what, what more can you say about Seth, bro? He is like, uh, in ring, there there's not many better than him. There's not, and and he, he doesn't consistent. get as much love. Yeah, no, consistent that's... heat for the biggest company, mm-hmm. and have your biggest belt wear not be there, and have himself be the, mm-hmm. I guess the, you the know, the, fight, the the fighting champion or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I see, thought he did an incredible job at it. You just made me say, "Don't be a pussy, Lyndon. Give what you're thinking." And okay. this is what I'm thinking for what you just said. My runner-up is Seth Rollins, 100%. 100%. But for what you just said, there's not a man there right now that's the face of the company. The face of the company, Seth Rollins was on this guy's team. This guy carried it through and through, lost, made it through hard times and showed you could bounce back from a loss. People thought, uh, both of us thought, it was messed up. He didn't win, but I think it made him better that he didn't win. And when he wins, it's going to be insane at WrestleMania 40. I'm going Cody Rhodes. Of I'm course going, you are. <laughs> I'm going Cody this year, man. What Cody did was insane. I think the, I think Seth's up there. I think MJF's deserves some love. And I think Swerve deserves some love. I think it was between those guys. Also, I'll give Elia Dragon all the shout because what Elia is doing in NXT this year, insane. Also, we didn't say uh, Dragon off Dijak. That's a fucking match. <laughs> Dragon off Dijak was insane. Like, yeah, really that was a good. great match. But I'm going Cody, man. Like, the reason why he was heel of the year, the way he just, ru- Monday night, people are all tweeting, is Cody going to be there? Is Cody going to be there? Like, it, 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 that's the guy I'm going wrestler of the year. So, okay. I love our picks. I love our picks. Let's go through them. Uh, you wrote, did you, did you, got, you got yours? Yep. All right, let's go through them, Pete. Which, uh, let's, let's, you do yours and I'll do mine. 
Okay, so my best newcomer was a tie between Billy Starks and Trick Williams. Uh, women's tag went to Damage Control. Women's Wrestler of the Year went to Rhea Ripley. Tag team, Sami Zayn and KO. The face of the year went to Cody Rhodes. Heel went to Christian Cage. Booker went to Triple H. Uh, feud of the year went for Bloodline versus Sami Zayn. Match of the year, Swerve Strickland versus M. Page at the Texas Death Match. Uh, I also I'll throw out um pay per view of the year. Um, mm, I'm, yeah, I'm we didn't this because I because I didn't have high expectations of this like at all, and it ended up being incredible. Is Wrestle Dream? Oh um, yeah, that, that was, was with the the Zack Saber Jr. versus Daniel Bryan match, mm-hmm. which was just that whole card was so good. Where they and pulled then, the that's where uh, Christian pulled the thing off. Uh, yeah, uh, the, yeah. And then my wrestler of the year went to Seth Rollins. Hell yeah. Love your list. Newcomer of the year, courtesy of Pete. Forgot about this. Never forget you again. Trick Williams, uh, women's tag team, Chelsea Green and Piper Niven, uh, women's wrestler, Rhea Ripley, uh, tag team of the year, Sammy. Um, oh, no, tag team of the year. I did not go with Sammy Dan Kill. Uh, Ace Bay, uh, um, Ace and Bay, Chris Bay and Ace Austin. Uh, face of the year, Cody Rhodes. Heel of the year, I went with Christian Cage as well. Match of the year, Swerve Strickland and uh, Adam Page. Hangman Adam Page, the, t- the Texas death match. Booker of the year, Triple H. Feud of the year, I'm changing because I do realize the Sami Zayn one had more heat for me. So I agree with Pete. Sami Zayn in the bloodline is the one. And then rest of the year, young Cody Rhodes, the American nightmare. <laughs> nice. I had to change it because I feel like the Cody Rhodes pick is justified. The feud one was biased. So I had to take the bias out because Sami Zayn, that 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 was insane. Like we yeah. we were watching every week both shows just to see what Sammy in the bloodline would do. So yeah, it, yeah. it got me back into watching Raw weekly. Mm-hmm. And then after it got stale, I stopped watching it weekly. Mm-hmm. So like I think that was like the clear indication for me. If that's no, that's fair. Anything. That is very fair. Great year. We will be back after the holidays. We'll talk Royal Rumble. We'll talk uh, Worlds in. Pete, tell the people where they can follow you at on social media. And great, yeah. great first year doing the pod, brother. I very much so enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, if you want to find me, I guess the best way is my anime podcast. What do you say, Annie, on Twitter? What do you say, A-N-I? You don't have to like anime, but if you toss me a follow, that'd be greatly appreciated. Um, if you are, if you are in the anime, check out my anime podcast. What you say, anime, we're a weekly anime podcast. Hell yeah. Make sure you check out Pete's pod and be on the lookout for his end of the year awards. Cause I know he's going oh, to do it's brewing, baby. Episode. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Can't wait. It's my favorite. It's my favorite episode every year. Yeah. I, I love it. This is our second one, but our first full year is a pod. Year, so yep. love it. Love it. Thank you everybody on the journey next year. We're going to be even better. This is the first end of the year awards on the bros. You think network the next one that's coming out will be out is the bros who think awards which you'll hear and then next week we'll have the anime the manga melee anime talk collab awards ah, and yeah. then and then we'll have the bros who binge the oscars aka the the oscars and emmys together uh that'll end next I will, week so. i will never forgive the bros who think who when they <laughs> gave drake album of the year i, I immediately <laughs> shut off the episode i said absolutely not i am not dealing with what year, what year was that what year was i that? think that was 2021 which which which, which which album was which album was that uh, I, I didn't get it honestly last year. never mind i want to say oh that was christmas <laughs> i i i just like i've all the christmas. albums that released yeah, this year. Yeah, yeah, we're going with drake this year is this year's insane we got a good list so be on the lookout for that but 
great, great, great to start off the award season. I'm glad it was the Work Shoot Show Awards. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. Like I said, we'll be back soon. Enjoy your holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy holidays from Pete and myself. Until next time, watch some wrestling and peace. Peace. Thank you.